Gentlemen, how about giving your lady something totally different? I am once again talking about our good, good friends at Enclosed, a service that delivers designer lingerie gifts for your lady. Enclosed is like a flower of the month, but instead of flowers, lame, she gets ultra high-end underwear. Every month, Enclosed sends a different pair of underwear, and they back the gift up with a 100% size guarantee. Right now, you can get 25% off your Enclosed holiday gift. Just go to EnclosedLingerie.com slash TTCA. Enter the go TTCA at checkout to get $25 off any multi-month Enclosed gift. That's EnclosedLingerie.com slash T-T-C-A. Uh, I'm John Moltz. I'm Lex Friedman. I'm John Armstrong looking at the NSFW uh, portion of our kind sponsor's <laughs> website, and it is awesome. Welcome to Turning This Car Around. <laughs> well, it really exists, and it's awesome. <clears throat> anyway, hi, guys. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Glad we got that out. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. Like, if you want to go to the next level, they got that. That's all. That's all. Well, uh, let me see. I, I just wanted to offer you guys one quick bit of advice, which is, I I know, uh, Mr. Armstrong, that uh, you have a, a daughter who does piano recitals. Yep. Um, my own experience is that piano recitals are some angst while you, you know, oh, worry, stress for your kid. And then, um, then there's, you know, the, the horrific pain for me of watching other kids. <laughs> um, cause if, if they're good, then it's fine. But if they're nervous or if they're messing up, it's just so painful. Like when a two minute song takes 10 minutes, it's just like horrible. But <laughs> yesterday, uh, my kids had their piano recital and normally every kid does two songs and they all do, um, you know, their first song and then they all come back and do their second song in order. But. My tip is be in a play because Lauren and I are in a play right now. And we had a, a dress rehearsal last night. So we were ahead of time. We had said to the piano people like, hey, we have to leave early to go to our rehearsal. Can our kids go first? And so they put our two kids first and they did both of their songs. Uh, Liam Sierra, Liam Sierra. And it was awesome. Uh, and then I got to just leave and not have to suffer through the other kids. So <laughs> highly recommended. At um, uh, Lita's thing uh there was uh, like the last recital recital i went to not her performance but her recital prior like they they do like a practice performance at the recital essentially and then a few days later they 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 get judged at their their thing so lita was the last player and i know what you're talking about but what was kind of cool about it was she was the final person on the program and she (laughs) rocked it Mm. and it was kind of cool to see these little starter kids you know, that was Lita five years ago or four years ago. And she, like, you know, wow, the, the, the growth and I don't know, for me, it's less, less painful. Like it used to be painful, but I think this teacher, she cracks the good, like if you're going to work, if you, if she takes you on as a student, she expects uh, a lot of hours at the keyboard, you know, it's like yeah. 30 minutes a day to start. And then it goes up from there. So, you know, it's it's a commitment. Yeah, and she's not uh, yeah, cheap I mean, either. They're good kids, uh, but they're just you know when it's when when kids get nervous and make a mistake, it just it kills me. It eats me up. However, after we left at the end of the evening, uh, Liam got a special trophy because Grandma was there and she took the kids home. He got a special trophy for um, I don't remember what they called it, but it was like 
uh, crazy accelerated learning because this was his uh, he's now been playing for a full year and he's like he's ahead of kids who are like twice his age so they got a, they gave him a special trophy so <laughs> pretty proud of himself nice nice he was that's, pretty pleased well, that's greatest cool. accelerated achievement that's what the trophy says <laughs> oh wow so that's pretty chew cool. on that definitely yeah no that's good Hank hasn't right. gotten a trophy in a while. You got a trophy. He, you got a chess trophy a couple of, couple of years ago. Yeah, it must have been a couple of years ago because it was at um, the, other, the other school. Now, that's a pretty good trophy, though. That was a good trophy, yeah. We're crushing his opponents. <laughs> I'm not smart enough to uh, get any kind of awards in chess. <laughs> Both crushing Whatever them physically and mentally chess, as well as... I can't do. <laughs> what? Uh, whatever have to, smart I you, you have to be for chess, I, I can't do it. That's, that's I think the, you could. It's like too much pain for me. I understand chess. I can play chess. But I, when they say like, you know, start thinking nine moves ahead, I'm like, nope, not going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to live in the moment. I'm going to think about it right now. Uh, you know, yeah. when you live in New York City, yeah, that's, you have to be thinking six moves ahead all day. <laughs> I mean, you know, you get on the subway. Okay. I've got like, if, let's say I got a meeting in Manhattan at a certain time. Okay. The second I decide which subway route I'm going to go. It's on and it's time to start thinking about choices and what's the next move and what happens, what's the contingency if that doesn't go. And, you know, it's just, that's your day. That's how it works. And everybody else is operating it that way as well. So if you ever get instructions from someone, you have to pay really amazing attention because they're going to get like six steps in and you're going to be like, I can't, that's going to stop now. So typically what happens is you get two instructions, you do those, and then you find someone else at the next space and you ask them. That's just mm. a pro tip for the tourist season coming up here in the holiday <laughs> right. times of New York right. City. This is why I don't leave the house. So I don't have to think <laughs> that far ahead. <laughs> if you yeah, stay at home all the time, you, um, you can do things just you know one thing at a time. Nice. That's my, that's my advice to people. <laughs> <laughs> don't never leave your house just don't i'm with you (laughs) um but uh yeah i uh i i hate leaving the house Mm -hmm. and i hate thinking multi-steps ahead uh i i we did just celebrate sierra's birthday which was exciting and for that i i thought ahead because i brought booze up from the basement bar where the kids were going to be watching the original parent trap so that i wouldn't have to go downstairs where they were watching it to get it so that time i thought one step ahead Okay, so you did not serve the children booze, is what you're saying? No, no, no. I had some for me upstairs while they were watching the movie. Got it. Okay, that was... So that I could enjoy the Penn State football game while Mm -hmm. also drinking. Mm. It worked out well. I'm glad to hear. Glad to hear. Now, John Armstrong, you gave us homework to do, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, He gave us a a solid 12 seconds notice. Yeah, exactly. Yes. A little more than that, guys. Come on. 13 14 seconds <laughs> this morning i woke up uh i i one of that my was your first mistake <laughs> right definitely yeah. then i got out of bed second mm-hmm. third mistake was uh breathing so um mm. they they hi there's a service called nuzzle and nuzzle looks at your twitter followers or your facebook or however you hook it up and i use twitter because they're the best people and um <laughs> i you whatever like when three people um tweet a news story that gets kind of bumped up to the top of my nuzzle queue and i have a slack channel that then that alerts me that hey three people have posted about this thing you might want to check it out so 
the thing that I saw this morning that was disheartening was a story, uh, and it's actually an older story from November 23rd, 2016 on NPR, that uh, Stanford did a university did a study where they tested students across the country, um, middle, high, middle and high school, I think even grade school through high school students, or was it college? What? One second. Beep, boop, beep, pop, pop. Uh, I think maybe he didn't do the homework. Oh, I did. I just, like, I was trying to talk and I can't do two things at once. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to cut this all out. It's fine. Um, middle school, high school, and college students. So, yeah. you know, anywhere from sixth, seventh grade on up. And people couldn't tell real accounts from fake accounts. They couldn't tell real news stories from fake news stories. So this is in the age of lying um, President-elect Trump and his lying <laughs> regime that he's now foisted upon the world and his lying sycophantic, horrible people that he's chosen to be in his cabinet so far. Sorry, guys, I'm just, I'm going here. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I think it's more important than ever to teach children that um, Trump is shitting on the mm-hmm. office of the president Don't. and also reality. So yes. um, I think that's Don't an important lesson to read. teach, teach yeah. kids and that he Don't, also has people. And don't believe anything that comes out of the president's mouth. Right. President-elect. That's yes. Until January 20, whatever. That is mm-hmm. president-elect. And so, mm-hmm. uh, anyway. Uh, really quick, a, a very, very brief sidebar, just so I can lend some clarity to the situation. You know how um, some companies put in that little, like, canary-esque notice in their terms of service or whatever? Because you can't say, hey, I've been served a secret subpoena by the government. Like, that would be illegal. But they can say, I've never been served a secret subpoena by the government as this company. Uh, and then when they remove it, that's a little canary sign that you can know that now they have been. Do you guys know what I'm talking right. about? You're referring to yes. yes. referencing? Yes. Anyway. Uh, there was a time when I was telling all you guys that I was like, you know what? I'm just going to say whatever I want. I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Okay. Uh, so you can so spin the narrative from right where you, right where you were. And we'll, we'll go from so, there. So are you, uh, let me just ask oh, this. Oh, fine. You, you can say whatever you want. Okay. You can neither confirm nor deny anything right now. That's right. That's right. Okay. I love America. That's what I can confirm. Good. <laughs> anyway, so I was going to ask you guys, in the age of fake news, how, what are you doing to help your kids get, like, understand what is real and what is not real? I <clears throat> I want Maltz to go first, because my answer is not a darn thing. Well, so yeah, that, sadly. I mean, I would say that that's, in general, my answer. I mean, other than uh, having told them not to believe everything he reads, I guess. And, you know, we've talked about... A few things. I mean, he he came home during, during the election. He came home and, and people were, um, he said that kids at school were talking about, about Hillary and saying that she was a, you know, like mm-hmm. a criminal. And so mm-hmm. I, you know, explained the situation to him, you know, that many people had accused her of things, um, almost none of which she actually did. Um, and also she's never been, you know, she's never been charged or convicted of anything, so she can't be a criminal. Right. So, um, so really at at this point, it's mostly just been as things come up, we discuss them, uh, Mm -hmm. rather than, I don't think I, I certainly haven't done anything particularly proactive about it. Yeah. 
I, I agree with you, John Armstrong, that it's an important thing to make sure kids are learning. <laughs> um, but we're not doing anything to teach it right now. Because my kids really, uh, like one thing I don't even know is where are they going to get their news from? Um, it's, I am in this play that I referenced and there's, there's kids in the show and, uh, there's a girl who's, I don't know, probably 12 or 14, somewhere in that range. And, uh, I, she was on her phone and I was joking around with her and her mom because we knew them from outside the show. And I'm like, uh, what are you trying to do? Find all of my tweets. Cause it's always about me. And she's like, no, no, I, I like, I don't use Twitter. That's so like 1974. Um, it's all <laughs> Snapchat. And like she, she even I swear to you, she's like, it's all Snapchat. And I mostly like to do and I can't even tell you what she said. Like I always like to do blah on Snapchat. That was what I I had no idea what she was talking about. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, me too. And, she's like, and then but I do, and she's like, I do love DMs, though. And I'm like, oh, DMs. I DM on Twitter all the time. She's like, no, no, no. Like Instagram DMs. And I'm like, I didn't know you could Instagram DMs. Yes, you can. I think I did. I think yeah. the last one, I, I think I only ever sent one and it was to Cable Sasser. And it was like two years ago when the feature first came out. And that's the, mm-hmm. only, that's the only one I've ever sent. But Anyway, I don't know where my kids are going to get their news from. I'm guessing it's going to be like from some app that doesn't even exist yet called Bleem. Yeah. <laughs> Bleem, the all, all news app for kids that lies about everything. Yes. Okay. I, th- I, I should probably introduce him to Snopes. Uh, he hasn't seen it that's already. That's a pretty good idea. Okay. Vis a vis Snopes. I had to tell my brother, who's 14 years older than myself, 15 probably actually now. Now the time is warped. He's um, 97 years old. He's actually, now, since we've been talking, he's now 47 years <laughs> the, older than me. The gap is spreading. Yes. <laughs> With each passing second. We're in, a, we're in an interstellar situation. Interesting. No, so he was talking about, I don't know what, it was something political. And, um, and, that sounds horrible already. Yeah, already <laughs> we're in really. trouble. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Uh, I want to check Snopes on this claim that you're making. This sounds very Hannity and it sounds very Breitbart and whatever, you know, whatever the right wing bullshit is. And I'm sorry, guys, I'm done. I'm just done with the diplomacy. It's right wing <laughs> bullshit and they're lying fuckers. The end. All right. <laughs> sorry, Lex. <clears throat> uh, who hasn't said anything? We're, I think we're, we're by getting the a way. preview of 2017, John. <laughs> <clears throat> you got that right. Uh, <laughs> I'm finally, I will fire that fucking blog up so fast. <laughs> Uh, I'm serious. Like I'm ready to do like a special feed that will suck in anything where there's any headline from any reputable news source that talks about any dishonest, anything, uh, any hate crimes that people are like, Oh no, it's not going to be that bad. All the Bernie are the, all the, you know, all the Bernie bros are like, no, it's not that bad. You're just being crazy. Cause you lost whatever. Guys, you know, like this crazy pizza thing over the weekend, the Comet pizza thing in D.C., that was crazy. And that was because of fake news and lying and horribleness and terrible people, including, hello, Trump's national security advisor's son, Jesus fucking Christ. Is that who his Uh, national security advisor's son is? Yes. Is that his national security advisor is God? <clears throat> oh, I misunderstood. I'm sorry. Uh, in some circles, yes, uh-huh. uh, Lex. Uh, that <laughs> could be construed correctly, uh, deity. Um, okay, I'm going to calm down for a moment. <sighs> so I had to tell my brother about Snopes. That's what I'm getting at. Okay. I thought that was where that was going. I, I had to tell him there. he had not heard yeah. of Snopes. <clears throat> and, and I also mentioned some other sites, PolitiFact and some other ones, like different, you know, sites of repute that and some ill repute also because some of those people so he's, he's like 60 
over that. He's over 60. He's over 60. He's a lot and, over 60. Now, the tricky thing, and I'm, I'm a Snopes fan, the tricky thing is you have to explain that you even have to be, right? You have, like, I want, my, I want to teach my kids, like, they have to be, you know, skeptical or suspicious or carefully observing, you know, who's yeah. making those sites too, right? Like, it's not enough to right. say, oh, let me do a fact-checking site, because if you go to, like, Bob's yeah. House of Ill Repute fact-checking.org, that <laughs> right. might not count. <laughs> Timmy's special fact hut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, here on Timmy's special fact hut, we know for a fact that it's zebra got, it's is kind of amazing that um, Wikipedia is as good as it is. It's it, it, really, it, it is. Now, it's less shocking the closer you look because not because it gets more inaccurate, it doesn't, but because it's just not what Wikipedia was when it was first invented. Like it is much harder to make edits on Wikipedia now. And Those it goes through pages, man. a lot more review process. So it's it's just it's slightly less democratic than it was. But we needed a People's Republic of Wikipedia. I'm fine with it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, now we're talking. I, I I I promise not to sideline you too much, John. But we're talking about you know you want to be careful about what your kids see. You want to make sure yes. they're exposed to to good yes. stuff, yes. which ties in so nicely with Toka TV, the most playful video experience oh, for kids. Yes. It's a brand Perfect. new experience from Tokaboka, a company of which I've been a huge fan for years. Uh, Tokaboka, it's this app, Toka TV, that combines kids' creativity with thousands of hand-picked, carefully curated videos. Toka TV never relies on algorithms. They handpick and pre-screen each video to make sure it's right for kids. There's no advertising or sponsored content. Only videos that will make your kid laugh, be inspired, and simply have fun. Your kid will find favorites like Minecraft gameplay, DIY crafts and recipes, silly songs, and much more. Plus, there's exclusive Toka Boca videos that are only available on Toka TV. They're adding more fantastic videos every week so your kid will never run out of content to enjoy. This is the part of the ad read where they say you can feel free to insert your own examples or anecdotes of kids running into inappropriate videos or ads while watching videos on other platforms. The truth is, I think it's happened to just about every parent that their kid is looking at a video on the internet and then something you don't want them to see comes up. Most recently for me... um, because it was, oh, this is going to make me sound worse than I intended to, but because it was on my <laughs> iPad, um, Liam's looking at videos and it was assuming, oh, it's middle-aged dad watching this video. So, hey, we'll show a 15-second pre-roll for Cialis. And he literally mm. says to me, he's like, dad, what's sexual dysfunction? And I'm like, next video. So... <laughs> Ixnay on the YouTube, yay. Your kid won't just sit back and watch, by the way. With Toka TV, besides having that curated, uh, hand-approved, Video selection. Toka TV also lets kids get in on the phone. <laughs> no, get in on the fun. Filming their own videos with their recording tool and silly animated filters. You got to check it out because it's really fun and funny. My kids are fans already. I, I hadn't heard of the app until they first were on the show because we were such fans in the Friedman family of Toka Boca. I installed the Toka TV app on all their iPads. They are big fans. Download Toka TV on the App Store to try it for free today. If you enter the code TTCA in the app, you get your first month free. So Toka TV, it's on the App Store. Enter the code ttca in the app to get your first month free yeah nice it was a couple i feel like it was a couple uh, maybe it was like a year ago um hank was watching youtube videos and there was this guy (laughs) speaking of like fake stuff um there was this guy who was making these these fake videos i mean well they were real videos but he was giving fake advice for um like technical stuff technology oh i think so he was like yeah he was like it was like you can double your download speed 
by this simple trick. And it's like, I can't even remember what he He gets all these parts. Like he gets like an old antenna and he gets a bunch of like tin foil and it's like, just, and just attach it to your computer. And you know, you have to make it just like this and bend it this way and then attach it right to the back of your computer, just with with some tape or whatever you have. (laughs) And it'll immediately double your download speed. And Hank was like, I want to try this. I was like, this is a joke. When I still lived in Los Angeles before uh, before Snopes was as popular as it is now, or as as full featured and robust as it is mm-hmm. now. I had seen some article that talked about how you can make popcorn using a genuine corn cob, uh, like corn on the cob situation, and you put it in the microwave <laughs> and you do the, the corn thing. on the cob uh, situation. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, and you can make popcorn. Uh, that was also a lie. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized as it was happening, like there's and like Lauren and I had both seen it. I'm a big popcorn fan. I'm like, let's give this a shot. And then like halfway through the long microwaving, it, like it doesn't explode. <laughs> it doesn't do anything funny. It just does nothing. Like you're just wasting right. corn basically. Everything <laughs> like, oh, there's no way this is going to work. Like this is totally, <laughs> this is not a thing that can create popcorn. No, um, no. But uh, I've never told anyone that story. And I'm telling you guys now, it feels like a safe space here. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> hugs. Hugs. Wait, it won't leave you. this. It won't leave this podcast. Yeah. It's not going to leave this, this yeah. space. Um, uh, there was a time where I was looking at like recently within the past six months or so, I was looking for ways to fix a stuck hard drive. And one of those same videos, it was like, here's what you do. You open up the hard drive case, take all the screws out. And then, so you have the bare platters and then you take a drill and you scrape it or, you know, you take like, it was something you drag along the disc while it's spinning. And like you, you basically like make a, a trough in the in the disc and that way you know it'll just make it so much better it was like ridiculously over the top and people are like you are crazy this will ruin a hard drive you are nuts (laughs) you know like they're very upset about it (laughs) what are you thinking yeah like this is real people this is totally real 100 percent. this person thinks that this will no anyway they're 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 good hard drives brent (laughs) right uh so so, that's how you respond to that guy my my girlfriend has been pretty proactive with all this stuff um, and with the, uh, the falsehoods on the internet thing. And so the first thing is because the kids come home from school with all kinds of bullshit. And, and mm-hmm. some of this started with the campaign this year as well. Um, and really there's been no one better to answer a lot of those questions than my girlfriend who has like straight up talking points, like full on, here's how you respond. If someone says Hillary's this or that um, you might, Note that we're big Hillary fans here at this house. So, mm. at any rate, I have no political viewpoints. Obviously, <laughs> and that's fine. I've got more than enough to go around. So, um, uh, and you don't have to acknowledge that either. So that's fine. Anyway, point is, um, we had the conversation at the dinner table, which was, you cannot believe anything you read on the internet, <laughs> except in the case where two reputable sources have reported a story. And then we talked about the ways you can kind of see like words that have been used. So the one that um, kind of went around a while ago, uh, a few weeks before the election was there was some crazy, you know, woman who was a prophet, you know, she could, she could foresee the future. And she said that uh, America, the last presidential election in America would be 2016 and you know, all this craziness. Right. And so she's freaking out. <laughs> doesn't seem so crazy now. Does it? Well, R. It R. Doesn't. America. Yeah. Well, uh, 
<clears throat> we're gonna just move on from that yeah. uh, to this, which is I search. I did. I searched her uh, on Snopes, and we found an article. And there was this big, long thing about things that she had predicted that were true, but also the crazy shit that she predicted that did not come true. And it's not like she's got a spotless record. And that people are really reaching to um, sort of get to where 2016 would be the last election in the United States. So we had a whole conversation about how to find out if something's real or not, where to go, Mm -hmm. sites that we can look to. And even then, we want to double check and how to do that. And so we're starting to show them how to search for things, how to um, how to look for words that are kind of um, signpost words of bullshit. Like it could be, it might be, it probably, you know, all of those which our current president elect uses a lot, right? Many people say, or experts say without quoting an expert or having an expert that they're mm-hmm. referencing. Um, and um, it, it's been made more difficult. And the other thing is, is the kids, my girlfriend's kids are like, they don't trust Trump for a second. They don't. And, and you know, it doesn't hurt that we're right there cheering them on, <laughs> but, but they don't trust him. They don't believe him. And they're, you know, of course they're smart not to, but um, I, I, I like, there's a fire hose aimed at aimed at us every day of information, and we're genetically not programmed for this yet. Yet, we don't have the robot cyborg overlords implanting stuff into us to you know <laughs> enslave us um, yet, but mm-hmm. um, and to help us understand all the information that we're receiving. But I think the thing that I keep coming back to is that social media isn't the best place for kids. First of all, and second of all. Yeah. It's really not the best place for news, especially when there's a profit motive involved. So, you know, I think Facebook is, I'm not excusing others, but I think Facebook is the most glaring example of this when you have, you know, a huge percentage of the world's population on your website. You have a responsibility to not be a jackass and not be a bro (laughs) and not fuck shit up in a bad way. And I, I'm pointing a lot of fingers here at Mr. Zuckerberg, who is the CEO of Facebook. I think he needs to clean up his shit. I think he's, I think he's got a huge uh, weight facing him if he doesn't do something. Um, because I think this is really, I'm, and I'm, this may be the most serious I've ever gotten on the show, actually, because I feel very strongly that, not that it's through the election, but that this is part of a trend of ignorance and stupidity that we are celebrating in this country. And it's just dry. It's like, what? Like we keep, we keep having this conversation of like, can you believe X said this or Y said that? And yeah, anyway, I'm trying to like, I think Hank's biggest problem is, is with, um, wanting to believe whatever, um, satisfies his own personal view. You know, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, he just, he rejects anything that, you know, this is what I'm mostly talking about is like food because <laughs> we, you know, in tr- discussing like what's good to eat and what's bad to eat for you. Um, mm-hmm. he, uh, he doesn't want to hear that something is bad to eat for him. <laughs> and, and has say, he presented yeah, evidence to cheese, you? <laughs> cheese has protein in it. Yes, it's got protein, but you know, I mean, we, have, we have long, you, you can't eat an entire pound of cheese in one sitting. That's I mean, you, exactly. You, you oh, can. No, I'm, I'm, well, 
<laughs> Turns out I'm you totally can. with him. Like <laughs> I, I will explain to my wife how anything's well no like yeah, it's chocolate ice cream, but milk does a body good. So <laughs> right. whatever. Oh, that's good. It's a good source of protein ice cream. Yeah. 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 You know what no. else does a body good, by the way? <laughs> a good night's sleep. Yes. Boom. You've heard us talk about our sleep number beds and how it's changed our lives, improved our sleep. And that's because it's an extremely comfortable bed, and every single host on turning this car around sleeps in a sleep number bed. Uh, my sleep number setting is 90. My sleep IQ score last night, I got to bed a little bit late and then I did not wake up. Like I, I eventually, <laughs> I didn't die, uh, but I, I usually wake up like on the dot at around six or six Oh five. And I slept until about six fifty today. Cause that's how comfortable the bed was. But my, uh, my sleep IQ score last night, get ready. Mm-hmm. 91. What? 91. Yeah, Whoa. Sure. I went that's to bed some, late. For that's me, some Lex like privilege right there. Yeah. Now my innovative friends, my innovative friends at Sleep Number, who know me as Lex from turning this car around, they have created a pillow that's so comfortable. It's everyone's new favorite, including mine. They call it the Sleep Number Comfort Pillow. Uh, I'm a big pillow guy. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm a big fan of pillows. There's some people who prefer the, like the really flat whatever pillow. Or My dad is one of those guys. Like he, he wants to basically be entirely horizontal. But I like my head to be propped up like 50 feet in the air. Uh, the Comfort Fit Pillow it's one of those things where it's, you know, it's like it's molding to your head. It's supporting at the same time. I'm a big fan. I've been sleeping on it every night since they sent it here. It is the perfect combination of soft comfort and confirming, no, conforming support because it conforms to your head. It features a unique fill blend of memory it foam. confirms your premium, biases. Yes. It features a unique <laughs> fill blend of memory foam with premium down alternative fibers. So it keeps its shape night after night. The comfort fit pillow is so comfortable. It is truly a must-have gift for everybody on your list. So again, my sleep number setting right now is 90. My sleep IQ score last night was 91. Anybody else want to share theirs? Or are you guys too embarrassed at how much I crushed you? 81. Yeah, well, I, 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 this is not a good... Um, Wednesday is not a good day for my sleep. Oh, that's, that's general, drinking night. Because <laughs> Tuesday's drinking night. So, um, so I, I, mine was 73. <laughs> that's still not bad. <laughs> There's just one place you will find the Comfort Fit Pillow, and that's at a Sleep Number store. Right now, you can buy one, get one 50% off. Be sure to check out all their great gifts for smarter sleep. You will only find Sleep Number at any of the 500 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Find one near you by going to sleepnumber.com, and be sure to tell them that's them, the store. Don't just tell the website. Be sure to tell the store while you're there that Lex from Turning This Car Around sent you. So thanks, as always, to our dear, dear friends at Sleep Number. Because mm-hmm. you know they yeah. like us. I want to get back in my sleep number bed right now. Actually, <laughs> I love that pillow. I gotta say, <laughs> right? There I were a lot of tired it. kids at the Freeman House this morning because uh, you know the piano recital goes late, so they they all went to bed later than normal. You never have to wake up Anya. She always wakes up on her own before her alarm clock. But today I had to mm-hmm. wake her up, and it's pretty surprising, pretty uncommon. Hmm. That's a we're having that too, actually. That the kids are not like their sleep schedule is super crazy. Not not because of like we're keeping them up or anything, but just because there there's something going on. Like the early riser kid, he used to get up at like six oh five and peek her head in the bedroom, and where I'd usually be awake reading news, and I would see her, or she would climb in bed with her mom, and I could you know see obvious things were rustling, and I could hear her butt, and it would wake me up, but. Um, she's like, like not even around. Like what? So she's in bed. We got to drag her out of bed. And, um, yeah, it's uh, a little crazy. It's a little crazy. It's, I don't know what's happening right now. It's funny to me that you said that you are often 
looking at the uh, news on your phone or whatever, because I believe that uh, some of my kids think that I pretty much never sleep because, you know, I put them to bed and I'm still awake. And then when they come in the room, I'm almost always 99% of the time awake before my kids. And so they'll come in and I'll be on my phone looking while Lauren's still asleep. And so they'll come tiptoe over to my tiptoe over to my side. But like, I feel like they only ever see me awake. (laughs) And so they must assume that I'm just kind of in bed because that's what other people are doing. And then I'm just always awake all the time. That's my, uh, that's my analysis of how my kids see me. (laughs) Nice. Well, <sighs> okay. So I've, yeah. I've H- said Hank, plenty Hank's, for the show. Hank's thing now, Hank's thing now is that just like he, he gets up early on the weekends and, you know, tries to sleep in, on the weekdays. That's, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's like where we like, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I got to, I have to, I literally have to go up there and like drag him out of bed to get him to come downstairs for breakfast on, on weekdays. <laughs> Our kids get their iPad time on the weekend, and so Lauren has a theory that they wake up earlier on the weekends than they do on weekdays because they're so excited about the iPads. We've been considering switching it to iPad afternoons. <laughs> the kids are really opposed to this plan, like really opposed. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would imagine. I used to get up really early. There was a period of time, not not once I hit a certain age, definitely not, but when I was young, I would set my alarm because there were there were these I don't know why they did this, but they would put certain shows on like I think the crazy there were a couple like Japanese imports and they were only on at a certain time and they were like like uh, it was like the robot that had the little glowy thing in his chest and it was dubbed and it was terrible, but it was like it's pretty cool. So you know, there's the robot flies and stuff. So we'd get up at six o'clock in the morning, fire up the TV, and uh, about six episodes in, I realized it was all the same footage and I was just, I couldn't anymore. The story wasn't compelling enough. Not worth it. Mm. Not worth it. <laughs> but my kids don't have I, that uh, anymore. Like uh, kids I would never get up early for anything if I didn't have to. Hmm. So actually, uh, does it pain you at all, John, being a stay at home dad? Um, but still having to get up early because your kid goes to school. Like, oh yeah, completely. It it really bothers me. Uh, now, oh, yeah. I have lost the ability to sleep late now after having all these kids. But I'm just so annoyed that I have to like hurry up and be downstairs at yeah. 7, and I think you know when, when he goes to high school, it's going to be even worse because it's like an hour earlier. I don't know. I, mean, I can't See, even imagine. I mean, plus here it gets it's dark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say my local friends who have high school age kids, the kids just get themselves on the bus. Like once yeah. they're in high school, the parents are like yeah. whatever. You're I don't. I don't. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> He's better about going to school than he was, but I just can't imagine we're going to be there <laughs> by then, <laughs> even in another two years. We'll see. I hope so. A package was just delivered, and my dog is ready to kill someone. Just in case you were wondering, I could. Yeah, we could. <laughs> is that your Touch Bar uh, laptop? No, I, I did not get one. What am I, John Moult? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> this is a time where we do have our, from our Slack, beep boop Ready? <laughs> sure. Go for it. What came up on the Slack uh, just this morning was that, uh, I don't know what the, I can't even describe the context for this, but Moltz's touch bar needs to be a place, is what was said. Uh, <laughs> so... You know, I don't think that name's going to go very far. Like on the body? (laughs) Well, it's touch. I mean, it's touch. So you go to the bar and it's Moltz's touch. So it could be. I mean, like an actual, like a drinking bar. It could be, yeah. And so it could be that Mm -hmm. you have a good touch with the drinks. (laughs) 
Or you're touching people. So, or you encourage others to touch each other. Mm. Right? Mm. Molds. Um, touching molds. Touch bar. Reaching out. Yeah. So. <laughs> touching me, touching you. Sweet. <laughs> that's your local ad? Come into the that bar. Will, yeah, well, that song will be the, well, the only song in the jukebox there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> you know, I played that. I played that at the bar like a couple of weeks ago, and it's, as it started playing, one of my friends was like, "Oh God, did you play this?" I said, "Yeah, I played this." You watch, everyone in this bar will be singing along to this song, and sure enough, everybody in the bar was singing along. This. So, yeah. does your bar have like a, an actual jukebox? Is one of the digital modern? It's, it's one of the digi- It's one of those ones you can um, use your iPhone. You know, you can, you, so I, yeah, so I have an app, you know, like, <laughs> and you just can do it from your seat, which is pretty cool. Um, I think it's you know it's ridiculously expensive, but um, I, I that night I was I was uh, keen on playing some music, so mm-hmm. uh, so plus you yeah. like you like touching, <laughs> you have a great touch. I do like touching, says John Maltz. <laughs> <laughs> you can quote me on that. So the takeaway is: we live in a horrible world, and our kids are screwed. <laughs> I'm hoping so you know, just the first time. Make yes, yourself a bar and touch people. Okay. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. But the thing is, with all this fake news, we might be lying about the world being horrible. Mm, no. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was. <laughs> I, you However, know what? We were talking about 1968. And I said, think about this. Like, if you think it's shitty now, think about this. During a presidential election, one of the major candidates was assassinated. Yeah. <clears throat> Right? Robert F. Kennedy was assassinated before he could be... I don't even know. Was he the nominee at that point? I don't even know. And, you know, there's just rioting. It was crazy. I think he, was, I think he wasn't... I don't think the convention had happened yet. Um, I don't think it had either. But, but he, he was, was He was ahead. As he was pretty clear recall. he was going to be the nominee. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Because so, I think it was during... The, wasn't it during the California primary? That's yeah. when he was out there? Yep. Yeah. And so just there's some perspective. I'm not saying it's that doesn't alleviate the awfulness of, you know, any number of news stories coming out right now as we're recording this and that will come out in the 20 minutes later. Mm -hmm. But um, we've been through crazy times and, uh, you know, there'll be more crazy crazy times. times There's more crazy times ahead. (laughs) Yeah. Stay tuned for more crazy times. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in color uh, brought to you sure by the show still going or if it ended already lies <laughs> um, now. Oh, I'm, I'm, I've been <laughs> trying to short. do endings for 20 minutes um, no <laughs> I have nothing else to talk about